Hey friends, I'm Danielle. And I'm Christopher. And, and we're, we're the, the Friends, friends Who feast. feast. This week we're going to talk about all things Arby's. When we did our Wendy's episode, we talked a little bit about Arby's and we decided this has to be the next episode. We've been talking about wanting to do it for a long time, uh, so it's finally here. We're going to do a little bit of housekeeping first, um, but then dive into that. So let's uh, start with housekeeping and get that over with. Danielle, I feel like we need to talk about Brittany. Yeah, because her single with Elton John came out today, or his single with her on it came out today. And um, I apparently it was leaked a few days ago. Uh, more than a few. I heard it last week. Okay. I didn't know it was leaked. Um, I chose not to look for it. I'm like, okay, let me just hear it when it comes out. And let me give it justice. Because whenever there's like a new, usually a new release from any artist I kind of like, I usually wait to I, I'm playing it in my car. It's a different experience if you're playing it on your phone speaker versus headphones versus your car. And um, I don't know, should you go first? Or do you want me to go my, give my opinion first? Um, well, you said <laughs> I might not like yeah. what you have to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and then I said, well, I don't really have that many nice things to say about mm-hmm. it either. So I can go first. Yeah, okay. I mean... It was okay. I liked the beat. I like, you know, it's a dance song. And I felt like her vocals on it would have sounded really good if they would have been more prevalent and had like raw vocals without that auto tune. Mm -hmm. But I was kind of disappointed. I was disappointed. It is like number one in like 40 countries though. But I think that's just the The hype of it. it. Okay. And I'm glad you brought up the auto tune because the whole time I'm listening to this, I'm like, when's Elton going to come on? It didn't sound like him but a lot of his newer music doesn't, doesn't sound like though. him and i understand like we're not talking about like yeah. the stuff from the 70s I, I was even trying to compare it to when he did um candle in the wind the princess diana version mm. but even that was 25 years ago now yeah, wow. and um yeah i was like who is this singing on it and i understand they're trying to make it like his hit with dua lipa i don't know what the name of that i forgot the name of that song i know what you mean yeah but that sounds like a real song this sounds like it's just the chorus of Tiny Dancer over and over again. I didn't really hear a lot of, like, main lyrics to it. I don't know if he was trying to put new lyrics. And, I don't know. But whatever. If they wanted to confuse me, they did it. Because it didn't sound like a new song. And it didn't sound like a remake either. Yeah. Um, And then I was trying to look up, did Britney Spears go dark on Instagram again? Because I tried to pull up her Instagram and I can't pull it up. Yeah, um, I don't see her on Insta either, so Which I don't know. Which is odd, because this is the day it's supposed to really mark her, I guess, come back to the music world. And she kind of went on, I thought it was like a passive-aggressive rant yesterday, talking about Elton John and the single. And the single. It was, did you read that? Or did she delete it by the time you looked at it? Was it, it was the like one long... that was like, you know, so happy that like he let me on his song and or something? Yeah, that so happy I could sing background vocals on the oh, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it just seemed to me like it was very like sarcastic and passive aggressive. And he commented and was like, no, it's your song. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was trying to find that for reference, but it's gone. So overall consensus for the Tiny Dancer is I was expecting more. Again, I didn't listen to the leak. So you kind of had a vibe well, of what it was going to be. Was the leak better? Some people were saying no, the leaks were... No, it was the same. So oh. when I heard the leak, I had it in my head, in my heart. I was hoping their voices would have been more prevalent on the final cut. And you could okay. hear them, the thicker voice, smoother mm-hmm. voice. Um, and that just didn't happen. When I listened to it this morning, when I woke up, I was disappointed. Okay. That's saying something for me. It is. Okay, because I was disappointed too. And my biggest fear, honestly, so I thought today was going to go. Because I don't know if you guys can tell yet from our energy, but we're 
recording in person. I honestly thought I was going to walk through this door and you're going to say, have you heard? <laughs> and I would have had to break the news to you, but I was the one who brought it up first. Broke and then yeah. I forgot about yeah. it. I listened to it earlier and I was just like, okay. Whenever you start off a sentence or a thought with, listen, it's usually, um, I don't want to say negative, but you have thoughts that aren't too positive. Right. Do you think maybe that's why she is dark on Instagram? If she is so, like, she doesn't actually spoil anything or post something? Maybe. I don't know. Or is she protesting Tiny Dancer? Because she said, in that rant, remember, she put something like, thank you so much for using that picture of me as a child or something, too, in the cover. (laughs) She said something like that, and I can't find it. I didn't take it that way. I I took it as passive. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a cute picture. I thought so, too. She could have just honestly met what she said like, thank you for having me on this song <laughs> like, in my heart i felt like she was mad at elton <laughs> sir elton john but all right are you ready to talk about arby's now it's been a long time coming all right for the windy's episode you came at me with some facts and i want to come prepared to this episode with a little bit of facts and okay. arby's history now i got a lot of this information from the youtube channel by the name of uh, the company man he does a lot of great uh, videos on restaurants, businesses, and why they're successful, the history. and The like, company man. Yes, the, all, all, yeah, all, the, the company man. Okay. So um, I'll tag him, I guess, when this episode goes live or something. So if you guys want to check out his channel. That's where I want to say most, if not all, this information came from. But I tr- I'm going to try to put my little spin on it. Okay. So Arby's was founded by two brothers, the Raffle brothers, Leroy and the Forrest. The Raffle? Raffle. R-A-F-F-E-L. If my hooked on phonics didn't fail me, raffle or raffle. We'll say raffle. Okay. Okay. So the bros, you know, Leroy and Forrest. And they didn't really have a history in, you know, pursuing restaurant ownership. They just woke up one day and said, (laughs) let's do it. No, I guess, you know, in the 50s, they started off, they had a business where they rented out um, kitchen equipment for other businesses and restaurants. And during that time... McDonald's was king and they kind of were saying hmm well what can we do similar because they knew they could not compete with McDonald's because McDonald's then as it is now like was a powerhouse a force we reckon with so they were trying to like kind of think outside of the box and they're thinking what can we do differently and they had the idea of roast beef sandwiches their roast beef sandwiches were five times the price of a McDonald's burger so you would think, like, how would this work? It's five times more expensive. They were trying to cater themselves to a different type of clientele, and it worked. And they are really successful because in three years, they went from one restaurant to 100. Wow. And then by the end of the 1960s, to 300 restaurants. So this should be noted, the first Arby's was established in Ohio in 1964. So when you want to open up that many restaurants that, that quickly, it takes capital, investments, loans and safe to say they got in over their heads so in 1970 they filed for bankruptcy but they learned their lesson worked even harder and built themselves back up and then opened up 200 more restaurants they got up to 500 restaurants after they filed bankruptcy just from working hard and kind of learning from past mistakes but something else they did is like hey it kind of make more sense for us to merge with a well-established company so we can kind of use their assets and their liquid and their, you know, uh, promotional to kind of promote Arby's so we're not footing the bill all the time. So do you know who they merged with in 1976? It's like a drink company. Pepsi-Cola. 
That's what I thought too. RC Cola, which oh. I always forget about RC. I, but I like RC. I haven't had RC in years. I, same here. But I guess it worked. So in 1976, um, they sold Arby's to RC Cola. And then in 1979, they opened up 800 locations. They wow. really, really grew. But around this time, too, the brothers stepped away. They figured, you know, we're just going to take our profits, cut our losses. We trust you, RC. Please take good care of our of our Arby's, our roast beef yeah. children. So, question. So, mm-hmm. they started in Ohio. So, yes. I'm assuming that the majority of their first stores were, like, Ohio, Midwest. Midwest. Yes. So, by the time they got into, like, the couple hundreds, I mean, are we talking from, like, coast to coast? Or was it more prevalent here in the Midwest? Or I'm not too sure. I don't want to okay. give a wrong answer. But it would seem that once they did merge with RC, it was for sure, like, national. around the United Yes, yeah. national. Okay. So, after the brothers stepped away, RC Cola messes up oh. because the very thing these brothers wanted to do was to not be like any other burger chain, folks on roast beef. So, as soon as they stepped away, RC focused on regular hamburgers. So, their main push were cheeseburgers, hamburgers, every, everything but the roast beef, and sales fell. And it was a rough five years. I mean, it was awful. It was so, so bad that they kind of got into like shady dealings in the 1980s, like this. A businessman by the name of Victor Posner kind of took over, but he got into trouble because he was doing like tax evasion, fraud, fudging the numbers. He was like just a real dick, mm-hmm. but like he knew business. So he helped turn the company around a bit, but it still wasn't in the best interest of like the Arby's because it was like shady dealings. So early 90s, 1993, they forced him out and a company by the name like of Triarch Kind of owned and t- controlled Arby's now, which Triarch, was, I guess, was al- always there. But they kind of came to the forefront once this guy left. And they, they're they popular, like, for um, revamping other brands, like Snapple. Like, Snapple oh, kind of yeah. had a revival in the 90s. So their main thing was, like, really focusing on the good quality and content of what these businesses had to offer and helped turn Arby's around. So they're pretty successful from the 90s all the way up until around 2008. And you mentioned this in the Wendy's episode. Triarch actually bought Wendy's for almost $3 billion in 2008. And they changed their name from Triarch to Wendy's Arby's Group, which is a weird name. <laughs> Wendy's slash Arby's Group. That was the name. And I don't know. I mean, I know you don't like to be put on the spot, but like in 2008, 2009, like what happened around that? <clears throat> the you... economic crash. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So (laughs) I was hoping you would have to edit this out. But yeah, exactly. So when the recession hit, for whatever reason, out of Arby's and Wendy's, Arby's took the bigger hit than Wendy's. And I'm thinking it was because Arby's is known for being pricier. We've talked about this, you know. Arby's for me, I didn't go there much as a kid because it was always the expensive place. I only went there if we had like the coupons. And yeah. even then, it was just a plain roast beef sandwich. Those big mailers with yes, the, like per- the ad at the top and then all the perforated, perforated things coupons, at the bottom. Yeah. yeah. And when I did... Two for six or whatever. Five, it was like the five... For, back then, it was like the five for five. Yeah. Roast but, beef sandwiches. But just roast beef. Yeah. No cheddar. No, yeah. So I didn't like that. No. So I, I wasn't a big fan of Arby's growing up. So um, apparently, most of America agreed because Arby's took a big hit. And Wendy's was like, oh, no. No, 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 no. We're not going down. You're not taking us down. So they sold they sold off Arby's. Okay. So as of now, Arby's and Wendy's are no longer. But in the 2010s, oh baby, Arby's had such a big comeback. And a lot of that was because of clever marketing, social media. They had good clapbacks on Twitter, Instagram. They really, really refocused their branding with the Arby's. 
We have the meat. Exactly. We know that now. So the 2010s was a great era for Arby's. They turned themselves around. Um, they're really a force to be reckoned with. And they are a very, very profitable company. They're one of the only companies that continue to be profitable. and don't really have a lot of losses. And in 2017, Arby's bought Buffalo Wild Wings and then Sonic in 2018. And then that brings us to 2022 where we're loving Arby's. And I didn't know I had such like a weird history. I didn't realize they were around for so long because as you were going through that timeline, I was even thinking, in every episode we talk about, you know, when we were kids or like what's our first experiences Mm -hmm. with whatever fast food or whatever restaurant. And I honestly don't really like remember Arby's super well until I was like late teens, 20s. Mm Mm-hmm. When I guess when I think of Arby's as a child, the same way, I don't really remember it as a go-to restaurant. I just remember maybe one or two times going there with coupons and not liking it. Because I'm like, yeah. this tastes just like roast beef on a soggy bun. And then it was also the restaurant with the backwards drive through You ordered through the driver's side window, but then when you went to pick up your food, they gave you like a basket side. through the passenger side yep. window. Like um, Sunday service, like the the basket to <laughs> yeah, collect donations. Like kind of yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it was very odd. So I remember like, is that their thing? Is that the Arby's way? And it was very confusing. Okay. And then I always had a notion that Arby's was gross. For me, one of my favorite Simpsons episodes are like the children of Springfield Elementary get stuck on a deserted island. And you know, the show's time pass and they're all around the campfire. Like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. And they're just saying like what they want. And one of the girls says, I'm so hungry. I could eat Arby's and all the kids go, ew, ew. And it's just like, oh, gross. So as I was a child, I thought Arby's was disgusting because the Simpsons said it was disgusting. So I was wrong. But, you know, I don't think I would have appreciated a beef and cheddar as a child. No. Maybe. <laughs> thinking of myself as a child. I, I, buffet. Like, I don't think I would have. It sounds like, like ooh, I want a roast beef sandwich. I know it sounds like something like an old person would eat to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. So like. <laughs> um. Arby's is like the nickelback of fast food. Mm -hmm. I know so many people who hate Arby's. Not too long ago at work, like the people around me were randomly talking about Arby's and just trashing it. And every single person just had negative things to say. And I'm like, was it the same stuff? Were they saying the same thing? Just piggybacking off each other? So here's what they were saying. And I also looked at, uh, I just pulled out my notes. (laughs) Look, Harry at the spy, just like a big notebook of what they were saying. (laughs) (laughs) Pull that out from under the table. I loved it. Um, So I also was like looking at Reddit. The biggest complaints, so the top five were the prices. Okay. Annoying commercials. Like that guy and his voice. Um, when they changed from Pepsi products to Coke products, which was disappointing for me, I Dew. remember the day because I would always <laughs> get a Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah. And I went to that one by you mm-hmm. and I said, Mountain Dew. And they're like, sorry, we only have Coke. And I was just like so taken back. Did you feel like it was like the Mandela effect? Like, wait a minute. Did you always? Yeah. yeah. It was like <laughs> nothing was better than a beef and cheddar and a Mountain Dew. So there's that. Um The taste of the cheese sauce and just how fake it is. And then the fact that it makes them feel sick. And when I say sick, I mean like... um, Like what cancer talk about Yeah, like it's tearing up your stomach, you're on the toilet. Well, okay. So that hurts my heart and soul because our our diet's just that poor. We're like, that stuff doesn't affect us. (laughs) Like, that makes me feel bad as a human being. Like, should Arby's really be making me feel like I can't leave the toilet because... I, I love it. <laughs> I don't feel I, that way. Like, compared to a lot of other fast food places, and we talked about it, you know, in our last episode with the with Wendy's, I feel like 
you know, if you're comparing it to like a McDonald's or a Burger King or something like that, Arby's is way better. Yeah. It's way better food. It's way better quality. Um, they introduce, just like Wendy's, they introduce some things sometimes, but they, they have their pretty set menu. Um, and everything's good. The one thing I will say about Arby's, though, them and Chick-fil-A, I feel like their sauces are just next level. You know, everywhere has their sauces. Everywhere has a ranch. Everywhere has a barbecue sauce. But I'm talking about, like, the different kinds of sauces. Like I said, the Bronco Berries, the Red Ranch sauce, like the stuff you can't really get everywhere else. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, my God, Bronco Berry sauce is... I could just lick it out of the the little cup. Container. Yeah. Well, it's funny that you touched on, you know, they'll introduce a new item and it'll be around for a bit because that's actually part of their marketing strategy when I was doing research. So what Arby's is known for, they're actually very smart to do this, is they'll promote a limited time offer, like a promotional item, and they'll see how well it does. And they'll introduce it like at a lower price. And if the reception is just like, goo goo gaga, we got to have this all the time, they'll put it on their menu. But as soon as that menu item starts to kind of, you know, wane in popularity, they boot it out. And that's why we have the gyros there. That was part of it. It was like a promotional thing. And people were like, no, we need this all the time in our lives. Their gyros are good. Yeah. So that's what it is. I think they're smart for doing that. Yeah. But you mentioned price. And um, I did know. I don't think it's that expensive. I was going to say, growing up, it seemed pricier. But... If you get a combo meal, a Big Mac combo meal from McDonald's, that's nine seventy nine, almost ten dollars. Yeah, you're getting combo meals from Arby's for eight nine bucks. I know you said you had Arby's today, and you and I had dinner plans to actually go to Cadoba after recording. Those are still on, but I really want Arby's now, and it's like I don't know. It's just because I'm talking about it, and that's what Arby's does to me. It's so good. I'm never really disappointed from Arby's. Can I just say I went there last week because I, you know, I thought we we're going to record last week. Life happened. Yeah, to do people. research. Yeah, research. <laughs> but I got their new. You probably wouldn't like this, but I want to let the audience know in case they do like it. Um, hush puppy breaded fish sticks uh-huh. with tartar sauce. Now the lady was very nice. Gave me the tartar sauce. I went home. And it was already open. Like, it was, like, kind of cut an accident. Uh-huh. And I was going to risk it. But I'm like, no, I don't know how long this has been sitting open. So I just had the fish sticks with some, I guess, lemon juice I had at home. Like a lemon. But it was very good. It was probably the best fast food, like, fish product I've had. So I know you talked about the sides. If you could just pick one RB side, what would it be? One? Yeah. Because I pulled out my notebook again because I have this ready. Just go. Just okay. please. Just vibe so- with me. <laughs> <laughs> Mozzarella sticks. I do like their chicken nuggets. The roast, um, their, uh, their, uh, what are those little sliders? They got rid of the pizza slider. They did, yes. And that's a disappointment. I that never was my had it. I never one. had it. You missed out. Okay. <laughs> that was my favorite one. I would always get two, and I would eat those in the car on the way home. Okay. The demand must not have been so high then. Right. They got booted. So, um, but I think if I had to pick one, I would pick the jalapeno poppers. And you know <laughs> that I, you, you know what I'm about to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. You know I dip them in that bronco berry sauce and then I eat the breading and the cream cheese and then toss the jalapeno back in the bag. Mm-hmm. That's how I eat my jalapeno poppers. I mean, I admire it. I, I like a jalapeno. I like everything with it. I like the like kind of the sourness, the heat I from get a it. little bit of the juice. But yeah. I don't want to eat the poppers. I'll take the whole thing. Okay. Um, but no, I like that fact about you. It always makes me laugh whenever I think of the jalapeno poppers in any form from Arby's or anywhere else. I think yep. of the way you eat it. Um, I think for me, it would be just the cheese stick. I think they have the best fast food cheese sticks. They're really good. Out there. And 
if you're craving a cheese stick when you're driving down the road, just go to Arby's. Mm-hmm. Sandwich-wise, I'm just a classic beef and cheddar girl, but I get extra cheddar. You asked me to do that once, and it was phenomenal. It was very messy, but it was really good. Well, I was surprised you've never done it, because like with everything you order, you always order with extra cheese. I don't cheese. think cheese sauce, though. Like I don't think to order extra cheese sauce. Well, I think the reason I started doing it was because my love affair with Arby's began years ago when I got my first apartment. And I think I just had a rough day at work. My mom is obsessed with giving me <laughs> coupons that come in the mail. I'm like, Mom, I don't need all these coupons. She would have me bring the coupons to work, put them in the break room. You never know who wants to go to Culver's or Arby's, whatever. So I just forgot to take them in the break room that day, and on the top of the stack was an Arby's. You just left them in your car. Your, messy car. Your dumpster car. Yeah, back then. R.I.P. So I'm like, okay, I have these coupons, whatever. You know, I don't, I just went to the Arby's. And it was so good. It was so good that I went back two more times in a row. So I went I went on it like a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So good. Changed my life. But I started ordering the beef and cheddars with extra cheese because the first time I got it, it wasn't enough cheese. And I think normally there is enough cheese. Don't get me wrong. But just that from that experience, I wanted more cheddar. Yeah. And now I just usually always get it with extra cheese. Have you ever thought to order it? You know how they put that cheddar slice on like their chicken sandwich or anything like that? Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about getting a beef and cheddar with that cheddar slice and the cheese sauce? No, it's never crossed my mind. Have you? No. Okay. I feel like that's something we should do, though. I thought you were going to say instead of the cheese slice on the chicken sandwich, get the cheddar sauce on the chicken sandwich. Oh, no. Okay. I mean, I'm sure that's good, too, <laughs> okay. but... That's just taking it I too mean, far. you know, our audience might disagree because, you know, that cheddar sauce is nasty to a lot of people, so I don't know. I feel like horsey sauce is controversial that's, to a lot of people. Because horsey sauce is very similar to, um... What's that nasty sauce? <laughs> that white... Horseradish. Yeah, it is horsey. Horse. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, I was like, um. I got there, Danielle. I, I connected the dots. Um, I do not like horseradish. I do. I love the burn of it. I love the burn of it. A nice Easter buffet. Sorry, I'm getting off topic. Cut me off some of that prime rib roast beef and give me some of that dollop of horseradish sauce. <laughs> you look so grossed up. I, I, I actually got kind of turned on. <laughs> If I'm being honest. (laughs) An Easter buffet. The holidays are coming up. I know. Can we talk about... (laughs) Sorry, just a little little sidetrack. I'm so excited for holiday buffets. Oh, yeah. I I don't even feel like Can we do a cute little thing? (laughs) We both... Sorry, I'm like, I don't feel like cooking, and you're like, can we do a cute little thing? Yeah, what do you want to do? Like, just a cute little, like, Friendsgiving dinner. I want to go to, like, a buffet. Okay, we can do that. I just, I don't have it in me this year, I feel like. To, like, cook. To cook. Yeah. Are you going to do the Christmas Eve again? If my family can play nice. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the so main, far away. You know, it, we'll but it's going to be here fast. Like, you know I love, I love. This year's flying it, it really has been. But no, it's a valid question because this is going to be released in September. I like to get my Christmas <laughs> meal plan menu set by the first week of December so I can start buying my my ingredients every week so i'm not running around yeah um we'll see but i'll let you know my menu before anyone else okay but no i i want i really want to see is there just like a true holiday buffet around here we can just go to 
That's not Golden Corral, which I mean, I want to go Boston there anyway. Market. Oh god, <laughs> it's not love, even a buffet though. I would love just to rate their holiday meals. Could you imagine if Boston Market was a buffet? I would love that. Me too. I because Boston. Can we talk about expensive? They're Boston really Market. Expensive. Yes, I'm talking back in 2009 and 10. Their and family meals are 30 bucks. They don't, but it's good. It is good. <laughs> I feel like we've gone off yeah, the rails. Yeah, I know. No, I'm just thinking about this holiday food. Um, horseradish. That's what happens. You talk about horseradish around me. <laughs> but you, I mean, I know it's not for everyone. It's, um, I don't think any other fast food place could pull off horseradish, but Arby's does. I've had it once and it was disgusting. Like that chili packet from Wendy's. Yeah, it was <laughs> one and none. It was, it was not good. So can I ask you a question? Yeah. How would you describe Arby's? I really even describe Arby's. What would you recommend someone who who's like anti-arby's like you know what i tried it years ago didn't agree with me i didn't like it yeah no because remember there's two different eras like the late 2000s where they were just flopping and then the 2010s when they were yeah. like flourishing so what would you say to someone in the office like you know what try to order this and let me know i really like their um turkey club sandwiches mm-hmm. so they have like the rant uh, i think it's like Turkey, um, roast turkey, bacon, ranch, or something like that. And then they have the uh, roast turkey in Swiss, which is the one I really like. Um, so, like, something like that, or, like, the Euro. Um, they have a couple different ones. They have the regular one, and then they have the roast beef. Well, by regular, I mean, like, a Greek. Yeah, with lamb. traditional. They have, like, a turkey one, yeah, too, right? and then the turkey one. Um, they have, re- I mean, the roast turkey that they use on their sandwiches and wraps in, like, that particular Euro, I think is really good. Mm-hmm. Um they came out with those like nuggets mm-hmm. that I think are really good. They're very meaty. Um, you know, I like like a bo- it's like a boneless wing almost. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and just like you know, they're lemonade and like I've been on a lemonade kick. Okay. I drank this. Did you see? I drank this no. bowl of lemonade since we started the. Oh episode. my gosh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I need to drink my water. Um, but I've been on a lemonade kick lately. Mm. Have you ever had Arby's lemonades? No. I tried two of the three. I think there's three. They flavor. There's a regular one, there's okay. a strawberry, and mm. there's like a I think it's either peach or mango. Oh I'm not mm, sure. Baby. I had the strawberry <laughs> one today. Okay. Like strawberry sediment at the bottom. Yes. Ooh, okay. And it and it was fresh strawberry tasting. It hit the spot. You know, just try things that aren't so like the beef and cheddar, the you know, like those things, you know. Like the curly fries. I don't like their fries. Yeah. They you came said out with that. the crinkle fries. I don't even like those. those? So you would just rather get, like, a mozzarella cheese stick in place of a fry. I always, yeah, and I, I have it down, like, you know how I have, like, my, like, drive through scripts in my head ready to go? Mm-hmm. I'm always like, can I get the, you know, number one beef and cheddar combo? But instead of fries, and it's okay if it's an extra charge, but can I get the jalapeno poppers? Because if I don't say that, they're always like, it's an extra charge, is that okay? Yeah, it's like, I so know. So it's like, I know. I, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, this isn't my first rodeo. Like... <laughs> I was just going to recommend a classic beef and cheddar to someone. So thank you. For, but I get it. Like most of the time, if people went to Arby's and didn't like it, they got the beef and cheddar. Yeah. And maybe they didn't get the cheddar. Maybe they just were like me when I was younger and just got regular roast beef. It's just roast beef and bun. That's You need something else. And, you know, and that's my biggest fear. I told you what I'd like to do for my birthday. And we might turn it into an episode. We might just do it for us, for memories. Mm-hmm. I really want to do the, can we have what the person in front of us ordered, please? I'm afraid if we choose to go to Arby's, we're going to be stuck behind someone who orders just a plain ass roast beef sandwich, which is nothing else. Um, But we have to take that risk. Because, I mean, I don't blame you for not liking Arby's if that's just what you like. 
I mean, they're still on the menu, so they yeah. haven't gotten booted. I think people, so people are playing it basic. Yeah. Yeah. And if you can't tell, I love Arby's. And I will say it's probably my number two fast food restaurant. Really? Yes. Wow. I'm actually curious about what you're about to say because I know, I feel like Taco Bell is that staple for you, but I don't know. Ever since I introduced you to Chick-fil-A, I feel like that might have taken the top spot. So if this is your number, so if Arby's is your number two. Yeah. I just, I'm not sure where Taco Bell and Chick-fil-A, where where they flop. It's hard because I was going to put Arby's number one, but I think I've had such a history of Taco Bell. I'm going to put that at number one. Chick-fil-A, I love it, but I've only had it for a year. Yeah. You know, so I can't put it up there that high, but it's definitely up there. Mm. And maybe, you know, in a, in a few months, Arby's would be number one. Because I honestly haven't had Taco Bell in a while. Me either. I think the last time I had Taco Bell... Was our date night? I think it was. Yeah. When we went and ate it in the Meyer parking yeah. lot at like 1030 at night. How about you? Where does Arby's fall for your top three? You don't have to give me your top three. Just Ooh. like... does it? I don't even know if it falls in my top oh, three. Oh, wow. So it's probably... Fourth, fifth. Okay. That's still, I mean, yeah. admirable. Yeah. Of like fast food. Yeah. Oh, but then like, well, I don't know if I can really count like White Castle. I've grown, you've, I've grown on White Castle a lot since we've done this podcast. That, we that makes episode. my heart sing. <laughs> I love, I have not had White Castle. I would literally time. kill, kill right now. For White Castle? For those Smoky Joes to come back. Oh, okay. I thought, like, do you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you want to just do, like, a trio and go to... Do you want to go to White Castle and get some sides and then go to Qdoba and get, like, a central thing and then get some lemonades from Arby's? <laughs> you just smile and shake your head yes. No, I'm excited. I will figure something out. It'll be fun, though. It'll be fun for sure. Well, let's let's end this episode on a high note because okay. I'm feeling pretty good. You put some naughty ideas about fast food in my head yeah. and I'm really really liking it. You put some naughty ideas about horseradish in my head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, if you want to put some naughty ideas in our heads about some ideas for future episodes, please let us know. You can follow us over um, on Instagram at Friends Who Feast Pod, or you know, take a look at our Facebook page. It's also at Friends Who Feast Pod. Um, Twitter at Friends Who Feast, or send us an email over at Friends Who Feast Podcast at Gmail. Okay, well, until next time, friends. I'm Danielle, and I'm Christopher, and, and we're, we're the, the Friends, Friends Who Feast. Feast. Bye. Bye.